If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A former nun in training set to make a professional porn debut. How do you go from a nunnery to a starring in a porn? I have no idea, but... Let's get into it. This is the New York Post. A former trainee nun is starting her professional porn career off with a bang by signing an exclusive deal with one of the biggest porn companies in the U.S. Her name is Yudi Pineda, a devoted Catholic from Colombia. Yeah, I don't know how devoted she is anymore. <laughs> she signed a multi-scene deal with Bang Brothers, a Miami-based studio. The 28-year-old will make her debut in a scene released on January 13th. Naturally, it has a... Nun monk Catholic motif. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, okay, and I and you know, and I was raised Catholic, and I have a lot of issues with the Catholic Church. But this is just <laughs> this is just ridiculous. Come on now, Pineda made a name for herself in her home country when she left the the co- the covenant. The covenant isn't it supposed to be convent? The covenant where she was training to be a nun in order to become a cam girl. Oh, she was a cam girl first. I wonder if she. Dressed as a nun when she was being a cam girl. The switch was not an easy one, considering that Pineda dreamed of being a nun since she was a little girl. Uh, yeah. You know, but <laughs> let's be real. Uh, nuns don't get paid, so cam girls do. So when it came down to money, it was an easy choice for Pineda, I'm sure. Here's a quote from her. I was at school when nuns came to visit us, and I knew then that I, that I wanted to do that. She was just 10 years old and yet was soon in training to become a nun. She said, and then I went to an internet cafe and I, <laughs> and I saw some porn on the guy next to me's laptop. And then I thought, you know, I want to do that instead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She didn't say that. I, I made that up. However, by the time she's 18, Pineda had fallen in love with a religious teacher and decided she needed a change of scenery. She fell in love with a what? With a priest? While working menial jobs in Medellin, she was eventually spotted by a webcam recruiter. She was hired on the spot to be a webcam model, I guess. She says, at first I was feeling bad, but now I'm fine with it. (laughs) I also feel good when I go to church. I never miss Friday prayers, Saturday meetings, or Sunday mass. Wow. Well, that's the great thing about the Catholic Church is because there's always confession. So during the week, you can be a a porn star. Just as long as you go and... and, uh, you know, go to confession afterward at the end of the week, you're okay. <laughs> you could still get into heaven in this backwards-ass religion. Uh, Bang Brothers executive producer Cullen McRae said that the studio couldn't be more proud of signing this nun. <laughs> of course. Her beauty, her raw sexuality, and her desire to share that with her fans is something that we knew was extremely special. Her first scene with us showcases not only her passion and her sexuality, but also her faith, as we, as we collaborated with her to come up with a convent-based theme. We have no doubt that these scenes will make her a household name. Yeah, all you care about is money, bro. This ain't about, this ain't about you know, being dedicated to her faith. You are all about exploitation, Bang Brothers. Let's, let's not get it twisted. <laughs> 
Oh man, this is a very mm, this is a very conflicted individual. This Pineda, you know. On the one hand, she wants to, she wants to be a porn star, and on the other hand, she just really she wants to be a devout Catholic. And you just those things just don't go hand in hand, do they? Although a confession makes it a lot easier to 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 get away with this. Oh, what do you guys think? Is this te- is this terrible? Can you? I gotta admit, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm going to have to go and watch her uh, debut video on January 13th for research purposes only, by the way. Let's, all right, I'm an upstanding individual here. <laughs> I don't, I w- I'm watching it for research purposes only, and I'll, I'll get back to you on that. But do you think this is, sh- do you think this should be allowed? I mean, where do you draw the line at porn? Nuns? I mean, I'm not going to say I've seen some religious themed porn before. I mean, you know, but I never, never. Was I convinced that any of these people were, uh, you know, actually at one point employees of the church? No, never. Police offer to test the residents' meth for the Zika virus. And I want to thank Melissa for sending me this article. This is in Louisiana. Police in Louisiana are encouraging anyone with crystal meth to bring it to them to be tested for the Zika virus. (laughs) Wink, wink. The Harasha Police Department recently posted to Facebook that meth brought in any area, meth bought in any area of Louisiana has been contaminated or could be contaminated with Zika. Here's a quote from the police department. Please bring all of it to your local police department and they will test it for free. They actually said that on Facebook. If you're not comfortable coming to us, an officer will gladly come to you and test your meth in the privacy of your own home. Come on, is this real? This can't be real, this article. This is a prank, right? I'm being, I'm being trolled right now. This can't be real. It's funny that, the, first of all, the police and the Facebook and the Twitter is just out of control here. It's like, that's, that's one, one layer of ridiculousness. Uh, the second layer is that, I mean, are we all, I mean, am I supposed to believe that the police aren't going to arrest the people that, can, that possess the meth? Like, that's, they're going to let them go after they test it for Zika. I mean, is this some kind of ruse for the police department to just, you know, did did they make this up? Is there like a meth epidemic? Well, there's probably a meth epidemic all over Louisiana and and the South, (laughs) like obviously. Uh, And maybe this is a way they've come up with to sort of wrangle these uh, people that have meth. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll make, you know, we'll, we'll say that there's a Zika virus going around in the meth and we'll offer to come to their place and, uh, you know, test it. We'll say, hey, we're not going to arrest you. We just want we want you to, we want you to, you know, feel confident that you'll be able to smoke your meth uh, or take it however way you take it uh, with the confidence to know that you're not going to contract the Zika virus. You know, we want, we want you to have Zika free meth. And we're willing to test it for you for free. Last thing we want is a bunch of dead meth users, you know? <laughs> you know? We would ha- we'd rather have a community of Zika-free meth users than, you know, a bunch of dead meth users on our hands here. This has to be trickery, right? Zika virus disease is mainly spread by mosquitoes, by the way. I had no idea it was in the meth. The symptoms, when developed, are generally mild and include fever, rash, conjunctivitis, muscle and joint, plain, joint pain, malaise or headache, and a yearning for meth. <laughs> the the infection during pregnancy can cause infants to be born with microcephaly and other congenital malformations. Police have not said how much meth is contaminated or if anyone has taken them up on the offer. Yeah, here's... I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, no one has taken the police up on their offer. Uh, is that crazy to assume that? 
Yeah. I don't think anybody that's ingesting meth on a daily uh, has any interest in, you know, interacting with the cops for any reason. For any reason whatsoever. <laughs> you can buy meth from some from a dealer and then you get it home and you realize, oh, it's not meth. The dealer tricked me. And you still wouldn't call the police. For to get your to like to to get your money back or whatever whatever, like that's how strongly most I'm assuming meth users want to avoid the police. <laughs> it's like you're gonna hey yeah come over test my uh, test my meth for Zika. Okay, you're gonna leave now because I'm gonna snort this. Can you? So what is it? They they come over. The police come over. They test it for Zika, and then they 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 step back. And they wait for them to take the meth, and then they arrest them. That's what's going on, right? I can't. I think this is a prank of some sort. I can't, this can't be a real... This can't be a real... Uh, it might not even be a real article. Shit. I'm going to have to go to Snopes and check it out. <laughs> oh, man. We'll also come over and <laughs> and test your bazookas for, um, you know, faulty missiles. <laughs> what else? A rock band is swept away by a tsunami in the middle of their set in Indonesia. Uh, this actually occurred right before Christmas, so I wanted to cover this story. It's um, the YouTube video. If you haven't seen it, you should, you should look it up. It's, it's outrageous. Uh, waves from a tsunami struck Indonesia on Saturday, crashed into a stage where a local rock band was performing, pulling away concert goers and causing the stage to completely collapse. Around 250 employees of the state utility company had gathered at the Tanjung Lesung Beach in Banten province for an end-of-the-year event when the tsunami struck. At least seven people were killed and many suffered broken bones. Video footage showed a crowd watching the band, called the band is called Seventeen, performing on stage when it suddenly collapsed. The water washed away the stage, which was located very close to the sea, the water rose and dragged away everyone at the location. We have lost loved ones, including our bassist and manager, and others are missing, said band members. The band's lead vocalist posted a video on Instagram looking distraught as he wiped away tears and asked for prayers for his wife, his guitarist, and drummer, who were all missing. He said the band had already lost their bassist and their manager as well. According to the statement, the band had been evacuated to nearby clinics and a search and rescue team have been deployed to the area. Civil servants were also on the beach. It was unclear, however, if there was, was more than one stage along the coastal area in Banten that night. Uh, a lot of concert goers were also pulled away by the high waves. It's, it's a crazy video, by the way. It's, just, it's, pretty, it's pretty wild. Man, that's a, that's a very, very volatile area, Indonesia. All the, those areas over there in the... Um, there's all those... It's like the volcanic spine of the earth like this it's just all volcanoes up there that whole area is just there's so much volcanic activity so many so many earthquakes so much so many tsunamis i mean it's just a crazy crazy area man and when you you know and at nighttime next to the beach i'd imagine like on the beach you can't even see a wave coming like that like how are you gonna see that shit you gotta be careful having some seaside romance anywhere in indonesia at night you know, you get in each other's pants and then all of a sudden a wave carries you away. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Oh, man, I, I shouldn't even be laughing. It's, a, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy situation. And like so many people suffer from that kind of shit. It's just awful, awful. Uh, 
But yeah, watch the video. It's pretty bananas. Uh, I'm not even going to make any jokes about uh, a band being washed away in a tsunami. I mean, you can make up your own jokes. <laughs> like, just... Uh, th- this shit is it's crazy. Hey, what's up, my fellow weirdos? This is Jonesy. Um, hope you had a happy new year. Uh, I was in last for the holidays and got uh, seriously ill, as you can hear in my voice probably, uh, because I didn't realize how cold it is in Las Vegas this time of year. <laughs> and I was out drinking, carousing, and not wearing proper attire, and uh, this is what we get. Um, I never said I was smart, by the way. Never. <laughs> it was so cold out there that on my drive back to L.A., uh, there was at one point there was snow everywhere as far as the eye could see. Like, it snowed in the desert. It was wild. To see Joshua trees covered, dusted with a beautiful little white powder. Oh, that was beautiful. I pulled over to throw up and take a photo. It was amazing. Uh, so, hey, I hope you had a lovely New Year and great holiday and, uh, and, and safe with people that you love and, and that love you as well who will hold your hair for you when you're throwing up in a toilet. I mean, those are the kind of people that we really want to be around during the holidays, right? Um, I want to give a thank you to Melissa, who sent me a nice little email and an article. Uh, She wrote, Happy New Year, my fabulous and favorite comedian, brave enough to tackle the weird of this world. Salutations for an outstanding 2019. Thank you. Also, uh, a shout-out to... uh, Oh, oh, those of you who called, and I published two calls, who, both of which uh, nearly brought me to tears uh, for different reasons, but nonetheless, nearly brought me to tears. Lovely. Thanks to those of you who did call in uh, to make Jonesy feel good. Um, lastly, check out my Patreon. Check it out. Yeah. You, you don't have to do anything. You can just go check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Is, uh, is, is my attempt to make a little bit of scratch off um, the Weird AF News podcast. Uh, we do what we can in the new year. Hopefully, um, you know, I can buy a few cups of coffee this year. Uh, with your help and your generous donation, take your weirdo to a whole new level by supporting Weird AF News on the Patreon. And uh, you get bonus media. Uh, what did I publish? Oh, yeah, my... Video, two videos of me going to, one of which is an interview of me going to the Disgusting Food Museum here in Los Angeles. The Disgusting Food Museum. Unbelievable, by the way. And I made an awesome video of it. A, a boy throws up in the video. It's, it's incredible. Because you can, there's a, there's a tasting bar and you can try weird shit there. And oh man, it's fantastic. Also published some B-sides. A lot of stories that I didn't get to um, last month. And I published those on there as well. Yeah, there's some extra stuff on there. And it just feels good to support Jonesy, especially if you're listening every day, you know. Be like, uh, you know, buy Jonesy a Guinness a day. Not a day, but a month. Something like that. It's reasonable. Also, you can follow me on the uh, Instagrams and all that, at Funny Jones. And uh, on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call 646-450-2012 anytime to, um, you know, to leave a little message for me or the show. And, uh... If you, there's still time to wish me a happy new year, I'd say, right? we got a couple more days before it becomes annoying, I'd say, right? So call me. Jonesy, Sparky. Concerning the uh, report on Japanese culture valuing the lifelong experience and knowledge of middle-aged people, or middle-aged men, to be exact, with the news story. It's true. But 
You said, why would you tell a complete stranger your business? I bet you do that all the time on Facebook, Instagram, and actually on your podcast. You tell people shit they don't need to know about yourself. Frankly. And once again, I reiterate, because I am one of those middle-aged people, before I speak about something, I read the whole entire story. I just don't hit Scott, you know, jump through the lake trying to find the stones as I jump. I actually see where the stones are first. I read the whole story, and then I make my comment. It would be good if you did that. Because honestly, I, I like your stories, your method of delivery, not so much. Please read the stories ahead of hand and research. You have nothing to do. You sit in your ass, you drink your coffee, and listen to construction music. You know, dump trucks. Backing up. That's some good music, man. To some people. Maybe not you. But you're doing a podcast. Research the story you are reporting on prior to reporting. It makes you sound a, a lot more intelligent. As if you know what the fuck you're doing. Computer, end call. Hey, Jonesy. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. I hope that things are going for you this week of comedy shows that you're performing at the Stratosphere. Good luck with that, and congratulations on that gig. And then I wanted to say that uh, 2018 started off as kind of a rough year for me. I had an aunt that died, and then uh, my best friend's father died. He was kind of a surrogate father for me. I lost my father when I was uh, a teenager. And then I had a nephew that committed suicide, and so it was all of that was within a month. So it was pretty rough time for me. And I've never discussed this on any of my calls before, but I'm legally blind, so I don't get out of the house too much. So I was kind of in a searching mode, kind of looking for some meaning, and I was just tooling around, and I found Jonesy with Weird AF News. And it uh, brought a little joy, happiness, warmth, laughter into my life, and I want to thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, you know, uh Friends are the people that we choose as our family, and uh, I have Weird AF News on every day in my home, and, uh, you know, uh, people that we welcome into our home are special to us, and I welcome you into my home each day, and I truly appreciate that, uh, what you do with your show and uh, uh, the joy that you bring to people, and I just want to thank you for that and the cast of characters with the call-ins that you do every day. James and Angel, um, Speaking Plum, Maria, all the regulars that call in, uh, it's good to hear them on the show, and you hear these people, and you make a connection with them, and that's all possible because of what you do, uh, you know, selfless, uh, with no reward, really, you know, you've done this show for so long, and uh, you don't make any money at it, and I just appreciate that, Jonesy. And I'm sure all of your faithful, loyal listeners do as well. So I uh, just want to thank you once again for what you do. It's very meaningful to a lot of people, and I truly appreciate it. And with that, I just want to wish you a healthy, happy, prosperous new year for 2019 and tell you how much uh, you've meant to me in this past year. I do consider you a friend, as weird as that might sound, having never met you, but, you know, you come into my home every day, and, and uh, 
not a lot of other people do. So I thank you for that, and uh, people need to think along those lines as they um, determine the priorities in their life and uh, think about those kinds of things. Thank you, sir. Happy New Year. God bless.